It's not about you against them. It's about here's the problem. How do we solve this problem? And never, ever forget that you're on the same team. Also, here's a question that I have learned to ask my husband when I feel like he's when, when I feel like there's a breakdown of understanding between us, like he's not getting what I'm saying. I'm not getting what he's saying. Hi, Vibe and it homies. Welcome to our new mini segment where I'm sharing either a manifesting piece of advice for the week or an affirmation for the week. And this month, I'm sharing affirmations from my book, Affirmations for Happiness. Call them affirmations, call them mantras, call them perspective shifts, whatever you want. But they're really channeled and designed to help drop you into a higher energetic state, help you shift your mindset, and just have a lovely day. And in this case, a lovely week. So I just flipped open to a random page in the book and I asked, what's the affirmation for the week? And here it is. The affirmation goes, I follow the feeling of relief. So I encourage you, just place your hand on your heart, take a nice deep breath and repeat after me. I follow the feeling of relief. Nice, right? My relief leads me to my greatest joy. Whenever I'm unsure what to think or what to do, I simply do whatever brings me the most long-term relief. Following my relief feels good, and that's exactly what I'll do. Yes. So that's the theme of the week, relief. If you can't go for happiness, if you can't go for joy, if you can't go for excitement, simply move towards relief and in that energetic state of letting go and loosening your energy more movement will be able to happen and you'll naturally start to feel better so go for the feeling of relief i follow the feeling of relief should be your mantra of the week brought to you by my book affirmations for happiness i will link to it in the show notes it makes a great gift if you need to gift a happy book to anybody um, or even just to yourself so yeah There's your little sunshine for the week. Enjoy. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another magical episode of High Vibinate, your favorite personal development and spiritual podcast. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Kelsey Aida. I'm a best-selling author, transformation facilitator, and I'm here with one of my besties, my homegirl, Lindsay Robinson, my co-host, who is an epic hypnotherapist. So yeah, anything else you want to add to that? Um, hypnotherapist, epic is good. <laughs> I always say intuitive guide because I'm still getting more comfortable like advertising that I actually do that sort of thing in my yeah. session. So yeah. yeah, hypnotherapist, intuitive guide and game changer. I think we both qualify as game changers for people. <laughs> and intuitive guides. We're really yes. here to use our gifts to help you guys grow and blossom and live your best life and manifest all the things your heart could want in the easiest most fun most self-loving way possible Which sounds like it, I, I know it sounds like a fake lie but it ain't girls. <laughs> girls and guys it's a real thing it's not a fake lie and I think we're living proof of that because our lives are really yeah. harmonious because of all the work that we've done on ourselves and that's the same type of work that we do with our clients and it really does work yeah it's like having it's, it's so funny like I think I've said this before in the past but 
It's like we have the cheat codes. The cheat codes that work Some for cheat us. Codes. Some of the cheat codes. The cheat codes that we've tried and, and tested and, and they are real. But the thing about cheat codes is like, you want to, like, that might be too good to be true, but it actually isn't. Like the, the times, and we're going to talk about this, I'm sure today, but like the times where it's been the easiest and most most effortless for me are the times when the bigger things have actually happened. When I'm working and trying too hard is when like that resistance happens. So we talk about that a lot, long story short, and it's it's just a thing. It's a it's the law of the universe and it's really fun. Um when you get to actually peek behind the curtain and see that this is this is happening and we kind of we love to help you do it. Yeah. We're here for it. Thousand percent. And today we weren't really sure what we were gonna talk about at first, but we settled on like we're still not sure. We settled on like a <laughs> life updates and lessons and advice yeah. and growth and just talking and hang out with you guys because y'all are like our extended friend group and we love you and we want to fill you in on what's been going on and we're sure that you're curious and we hope that you can learn from our lessons and our growth that's been happening recently mm-hmm. so we thought that would be a good starting place because I know for me there's been so much change yeah um, so and we've we've had a lot, lot to talk about we've had if you've caught up with the podcast you know that we've had a long beautiful line of guests in the past few months and we haven't really had a chance to sit down and uh and just chat chat us to you guys and if this were possible we'd be asking you all kinds of questions about what's going on in your life but it ain't so you're just gonna have to hear from us <laughs> In this well, one-sided conversation. Patreon, let us know what's new yes. in the comments. Tell them sure. about the Patreon, Kelsey. Yeah, the Patreon is where we post the video versions of every episode and they're always extended versions. So you get bonus content and every once in a while we throw some little fun gifts in there for free, some little bonuses, depending on what tier you join to support the show, uh, you get different goodies and whatnot. So yeah, it's just a little more tight-knit community over there. For the super fans and the financial supporters of the show who, I mean, I say financial, like they're big, making these big donations. It's like a few dollars a month. Yeah. Like <laughs> less than the show. $5 a month. Crowdfund. Crowdfund high vibe in it. But um, yeah, so that's a fun place to hang out. We always link to it in the show notes, patreon.com slash high vibe. And when you're there, you can actually comment on episodes, which is nice. So we can- And we get to chat with you. Yes. I live, like that. I live for it. Yes. But- so. Um, Let's start with, um, I guess let's start with what's, what's, what are all the big changes, Kels? Oh my gosh, you don't say. (laughs) Well, let's talk about the one that we were both involved in, which was my wedding, which was so epic and awesome. Oh my gosh. It was like a magical dream. Everything leading up to the wedding was not a magical dream, but the actual wedding day turned out fabulous and amazing and like all the vendors over delivered on what I expected because I had like low expectations because I'm like oh like they're not going to execute exactly to my vision like that's not even possible blah 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 but they did and it was so it was like such a good day how was your experience of the wedding as a guest slash wedding party lady well you forgot (laughs) reluctant introverted <laughs> right. So this was like rust. a challenging experience for Lindsay to leave her house, <laughs> to leave her kids, to go all the way to Mexico. I'd never been to Mexico before. I will say I'm going to call out my husband right now because I my husband is Mexican. Okay. So he is he is he's got indigenous DNA to this continent, which I do not have. But he 
grew up like of course speaking English his mom is pretty fluent in Spanish um but I've never heard him I've never heard him attempt it I've heard him try to tell our kids words and stuff and I'm always I'm always the obnoxious one being like well I was in advanced Spanish class in high school so I'm pretty sure I know as much as you and he just he lets me do that whatever (laughs) but I have been so humbled (laughs) were you impressed were you like girl my man so sexy being all bilingual and shit (laughs) this man booked oh okay so you know we we arrived very late so we arrived our flight I don't I'm still so salty about this we got got to the the airport and the airline said you know about the delay right and we're like no I just left my kids what do you mean (laughs) they're like like, oh yeah your flight's been delayed three hours and uh there's nothing we can do so bye basically is what they said and I'm like I'm just so annoyed because now we have to sit in the airport for an extra three hours again first world problems whatever but I could have spent that time with my kids I'm just saying so anyway waiting for the flight and so we arrived so much later, Kelsey, I called Kelsey and I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't want to ruin it. I just didn't want to stress her out. But I was like, the ride that you have for us, I don't know what to do. Cause we're going to get there. At like, I don't even know what time it was like one. It was like 11. Yeah. 11. And then we ended up getting to the hotel. It was late. It was so late. So anyway, we get there and we don't see the guy, the ride guy, the one that Kelsey booked up, booked for us. So my husband's on the phone with Kelsey's mother because they're just like speaking in Spanish together and I'm like what is happening right now again we've been married 12 years but there's never been a situation where he would need to carry on a conversation with somebody in Spanish never never okay so I was like shocked that this had not come up before like in this way and also very impressed so he gets on the phone with the ride guy like talking to him about like where he is and where we are and how he can find I'm just like what I did not learn this in advanced Spanish. <laughs> like I not, take back everything I said. <laughs> I will never say that again. <laughs> it was just, it was, it was very impressive. So between that and like the, the restaurant orders and like, he just, he just, I don't know what I would have done. I do not know or care to know what I would have done without him there. I would never, it would never have happened. It just wouldn't have because I don't know Spanish and I don't, and I don't even feel comfortable enough to like, try in front of an actual Spanish person because or Mexican or someone who speaks Spanish because I'm just it's just it's preposterous to think that I should try to keep up with them but anyway so it was uh, he did all the talking the whole time (laughs) and I was very uh very impressed with him so that was the first like thing that I that I felt like I needed to talk about because I just good job good job babe well done (laughs) yay Abel yay Abel stepping it up and he (laughs) He was so happy because he's like, I've never, he even said like, I've never thought that I would need to like pull out these words from like my toddlerhood or like my early childhood because his, his grandma doesn't really speak English very well. Um, but he basically grew up with her. And so she would always, that's how they would speak. And so he knows like five-year-old Spanish, like for, <laughs> for like a child, but that was enough. That was totally enough to get us through the trip. Um, but he was very happy that he got to actually speak it. And then he came back here. And he goes, I feel like I want to like go up to groups of Mexicans and just start talking to them now because 
He goes, the I really miss it. my oyster. I can socialize yeah. with anybody here. Well, because he's like, I just, I didn't realize how much I would miss it. So he'll see like a group of people speaking Spanish and he'll, he'll, he's like, I won't, but I want to like walk up and be like, so what are you guys talking about? Let's talk. Because <laughs> he just wants to be able to do it. He's so cute. Anyway, so it was, it was very, very nice to get, a, to get away in hindsight and get away from the kids and actually have like grown up married person time you know yeah because um, you never left your kids before right like ever. I we did the last time we had left the kids was in 2015 when we just had Aiden and we went to the UK for two weeks and he stayed with his grandparents and he was like three years old but never 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 have we left all three and that was like eight years ago mm-hmm. um yeah never have we left all three overnight ever so it was it was it was interesting for sure. We would FaceTime them. I mean, Kelsey knows we FaceTime them like every day, but um, they seemed great. When you got back, were they like, "You guys should leave more often," or were they like really no. upset that you were gone? No, they were like they they made us cards. Jack 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 did, and then he had everybody sign it. He made us. He like drew us a card that said, "Welcome home. We missed you so much." And he drew me a castle because he knows I love castles. <laughs> And he drew Abel like lightsabers because Abel loves Star Wars. I'm dead. That is so the cutest cute. thing. I know. And it was, I guess it was all their idea because the grandparents were like, yeah, he just wanted to do it. And I was like, that's so cute. Aww. And we have this, my father-in-law was great. Like the second we got home and we, and we all like had a group hug, it was perfect, perfect moment. He snapped a picture and it's the per. it's the perfect picture. Like it's just that you can just feel the picture it's it's amazing I'm so glad he did that normally I'm so annoyed when he takes pictures because I'm usually like eating or like blinking and then he'll post on Facebook and I'm like thanks thanks yeah he's famous for like taking the most inopportune pictures and posting no. them um, without even trying to but this was perfect so shout out to my father-in-law for that um but yeah it was it was it was nice to get away uh Abel I, I Abel got to like experience the he got to show me what like all inclusive means because I had no idea what all inclusive <laughs> meant or like what we could do and um yeah he, and just he had fun everyone in we stayed at an all inclusive resort in Manzanillo. Mm-hmm. Colima is the state, Manzanillo is the city, and it was not like an Americanized like Cabo style where everyone speaks English and all the food's American. This was like a legit Mexican resort where everybody speaks Spanish and the Mexican food is really legit and good. And it's been there forever since like the sixties. And, um, this and it's beautiful. It's like absolutely gorgeous. like Santorini right on yep. the water. There was literally not a wave in sight. The private beach was like so epic. A um, couple different pools. But yeah, the resort was like a dream. So you'd never mm-hmm. stayed at an all-inclusive resort before? Never. I've never been on a cruise, never stayed at all-inclusive. Um, uh, the second I, well, when I actually had money to go, I was married with kids. So it was like, I know some people do it, but I just, I just never have. So that was fun. Um, he, he has before, like he used to go with his parents like every year to Mexico and do the all-inclusive thing. Um, but yeah, he, it was, it was great. Went to the pool and, uh, got a lot of, got some drinks and yeah, it was nice. I, your girls are amazing. I know you told me that they would be, um, as an introvert meeting people you don't know is very interesting. 
Especially yeah, when it's more than one. bad because like on the day of, I was so in the zone. I like really wasn't hanging out with my bridesmaids. I was just like no, doing yeah, my own hair and You get to do whatever you want. No, I was just get getting ready and I was like, y'all have fun, have some yeah. drinks, have some yeah. snacks. I'll see you at six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, she she uh, told me in the, when I would tell her like, I don't know, I'm meeting all these people. Like, I, of course I'm going to do it. And I'm I'm really great at it. But inside, it's like things are happening in my body while I'm doing it, but nobody would ever know, you know, like I, I'm very good at putting on the extrovert persona when I need to. Um, but yeah, you are, it was easy. It was so easy because all the bridesmaids, all the, all the people that are around you are just incredible people. So shout out to your wedding party and all the guests and everybody. They, they're just, they're great. Really good vibes. Good vibes all around. It was also so um, cute because I feel like everyone made at least like one new friend or one great connection. And yeah. like even coming home after the wedding, a bunch of my local friends have been like meeting up with each other because they didn't know each other before. And now it's like these extended relationships that have blossomed from the wedding, which I feel like is kind of like a testament to mine and Jeffrey's like love and relationship. And it's just like the relationship that keeps giving. And I'm yeah. like, yes, that's so cute. I love that everybody well, made friends and is like, come visit me here. Come visit me there, you know? Yeah. And here's something super cute too. Like, I know I just said how impressed I was with Abel, but he actually told his parents how impressed he was with me because he goes, everybody that we would like walk around and like Kelsey's family and friends and stuff would like look at Lindsay and then they like, walk up to her and be like I think I know you <laughs> he's like she was like famous and I was like it's so cute they know me from the podcast and they were famous seen the headshots obviously and everyone in my life knows the podcast they were like oh, right exactly podcast host like, that we I, hear all the time I knew it was you oh my god it was it was, it was a weird <laughs> moment but it was actually very cool um and very very uh nice to know that they it's it's really cool to know that people know you before they know you in the way that like, I don't need to worry about being anything else except exactly who I am. Cause obviously you're talking to me, you know, me a little bit. Um, and I feel that way when I get like a client from the podcast, they'll like, listen and be like, Oh, I think I, I've listened to your podcast so much. It feels like I know you already. So it's like, okay, good. So that's out of the way. I can just be <laughs> myself. Um, not that I wouldn't, but it just makes it, it kind of is nice breath of fresh air to know that you, they know, they know you're a weirdo and it's fine. <laughs> Hey, Lindsay here. Have you seen what's new inside my Align Your Mind membership? Members already get instant access to my best hypnotherapy audios, mindset hacks, manifesting methods, and more on demand right at their fingertips. But now when you join AYM, you'll also get a major VIP level upgrade with my brand new goal-focused hypnotherapy toolkits. These toolkits inside AYM are carefully curated hypnotherapy bundles designed with your specific goals in mind. Whether you desire to call in more money consistently, get out of the mindset rut that you're in, renew your passion and confidence, manifest with more ease and power, cultivate more self-love and inner knowing, or finally release the burdens from your past and heal, once your subconscious mind is on board with your goal, it's a done deal, and that's what my toolkits are designed to do for you. So if you're ready to rewire your mind, release what's holding you back, and manifest your desires with ease, the AYM membership is where it's at. Just hit the link in the episode description and start embodying your highest potential. Yeah. yeah. So that was fun. It was, it was, so really you liked nice. being famous for a minute. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was really cool for a hot minute. Um, I don't know if I could do it long term, but it was, it was very <laughs> awesome to know that you have such supportive people around you, which of course you do, but they, they actually know enough to 
to listen and to to know who your who your co-host is and so yeah yeah um bridesmaids were great everyone was great lots of nice people what else what else did I really like about the wedding well you were a vision (laughs) absolutely gorgeous um the food I don't remember the food remind me of the food I mean I remember the food now yeah like the food that you're eating all week and stuff yes yeah the food was great I do have a little bit of beef, not food related. Oh, no, 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 no. Nothing like that. I at our table where I sat only under my chair. My chair was the only one that had like an anthill. No, (laughs) like sand ants. I did not know that ants could survive in the sand. Like no in the sand. Okay, so she had all of these beautiful tables on the beach. Like we all ate and did everything on the actual sand on the beach. And it was, it was perfect where, and they were like fire ants. Where did they come from? I was yeah, so Mexico upset. has some intense ants. They'll, I didn't get, I didn't get bit though. You. I just, oh, that's good. I didn't get bit, but I was like, my feet were up. <laughs> I had my feet like hovering the whole time. I made Abel switch chairs with me because he actually had like pants and shoes. And I, I had no, I had like flip-flops. So I was like, maybe if you, you're covered. So like, I'm too vulnerable. Scoot well, yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> And I don't know what team, dude. I don't know. I don't know what happened. It was just I looked at every other table, not table, like underneath the tables. I didn't see anything else. No one's feet were bothered except me. So (laughs) I got I got beef with them ants. You guys, that's really get it together and get out of here. I didn't know that happened. That's pretty funny. I know. (laughs) I know. How I wonder all the things that I didn't know that went down. You know, because we were there for a while, and I was just like. Over here, over there, doing this, doing that, talking to this person, talking to that person. But I'm sure some stuff went down that I'm just I was not just, aware of. <laughs> I do have I do have to tell the people the story of the so my husband and I had an early flight the next day after the wedding. So uh we left the reception, I don't know, 10? Was it like 10, 11, something? It was it was a decent amount of time we stayed. We went back up to our room and we had, you know, the balcony that overlooks the the pool and the the ocean and all that where the party was and so we could still see the party and the people dancing and everything and all of a sudden I'm like getting ready for bed and my husband's out there and he's like someone just went in the ocean I think it's a bridesmaid and I'm like (laughs) what so I run out and I'm like trying to see and I can't figure out who it is but I'm like oh my god she's crawling out of the ocean in her bridesmaid's dress what is happening and I was like so confused I didn't know who it was but my husband said he thinks it was um Sammy I'm sorry to call her out but she she look (laughs) if anyone if anyone deserves to go in the ocean that day it was her like she she needed some ocean (laughs) we were all a lot of people jumped in the ocean which made me really happy I was like this is a real party these people be jumping in the ocean in their (laughs) full gowns like this is amazing I mean it's right there it's right there you can't like I did put my feet in the ocean but I did it was warm and we were sweating so I I understand I almost wanted to at the end but I was like don't do it your dress is so expensive but I was like how epic would that be like that'd be so unlike me because I'm so like type a put together plan everything not I wouldn't consider myself a free spirit like at all so yeah. I was like, man, this would be so uncharacteristic of me to just like jump in the ocean. I'll convince Jeff to jump in the ocean. It'll be this epic wedding ocean jump. And then I was like, nah, <laughs> never nah. mind. Because <laughs> then rather... you have like the decision hangover the next day. 
you're just yeah. like, should and, I really have done that? And like my party pony was just popping off and I didn't want to ruin that. And then I wanted like- What, what the hell is a party pony? <laughs> my ponytail. <laughs> oh, your ponytail. Yes, 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 yes. I remember the party pony. I, I was like, is this a term that the kids are using for no, parties? No, I bought this hair piece off of Amazon that actually looked so it good. good. It looked like my hair, but just better and longer and fuller. And so for the party- I put my hair up into this ponytail and it was awesome. It really stole the show. I mean, all the pictures, I'm just like, man, this pony really did it for me. Now, was that the same one that you used for your bun or a different one? Yeah, but when I did the bun, I did like a low bun. And then when I did the party pony, I slicked my hair up. So I took it all down and then put it all I gotcha. I didn't just like take the bobby pins out. But um, yeah, I did my own hair and makeup which I didn't want to do because I had always dreamt of like being pampered on my wedding day and finally getting my hair and makeup done because I've been a cosmetologist for like a decade and I've done a lot of bridal hair and makeup and every time I do a bride's hair and makeup I'm like man one day it's gonna be my turn I get to sit in the chair and I don't have to be the help and I'll get pampered but then of course my friend who was supposed to come she bailed and she was gonna do my hair and makeup so that didn't work out and then is that juicy drama? It's not that juicy. It's just like, oh, I can't come anymore. Sorry. And I was like, okay, cool. So count on nobody. <laughs> just Dang. drilling that lesson into my head, which sucks. I got let down by a lot of people before the wedding. So the wedding was definitely telling of, you know, certain relationships. So I'll just leave it at that without talking too much smack on the air. Okay. But, okay. Okay. We're going to yeah. come back to it, but not in terms of like specific smack, because I do think this is important, <laughs> but finish what you're going to say and then we'll go talk about it. Yeah. So I had an artist who was doing everyone else's hair and makeup and she did good. Like she, she made it yeah. know, look great on the day of, but when I had my trial, I just wasn't really about it. I just wasn't like feeling like myself. I didn't really like it. And I was like, man, I could do so much better than this. Like I'm not going to pay this lady to make yeah. me look a way that I'm not going to like, so I'll just do it myself. So Luckily, you know, I had yeah, one I, of the, I I know that uh, Emily, love her, by the way, she went first with the makeup. And so I got to see, because she's got similar skin tone to me. Yeah, you guys are both um, fair. Mm-hmm. So when I saw what they did to her, I was like, okay, this is good. I'll do it. And we told <laughs> her, fun. because in Mexico, they go really hardcore on the face makeup. And we were like, we don't want that. Like, we want people to look natural. Like, don't kick on the foundation. Yeah. Like, everyone here has nice skin. Just, like, well, barely do a little glow up and, like do more emphasis on like the eyes and the lips. I just showed her a picture of Emma Watson. (laughs) If you don't know, that's Hermione Granger. Um, I just showed, I just showed them a picture of her like in nice light makeup. And I was like, this is what I want. Thank you. She goes, it really helps to just show them a picture so they can have something to go off of. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was fantastic. Um, So going back to drama real quick, (laughs) I just want to, I want to talk about this from your perspective. So like, regardless of anyone's whatever how when you say like it was really telling like how did it make you feel like what was that whole experience like for you to well just tell us just tell us what you want to tell us without getting well basically the gist of it is four of my bridesmaids dropped out before the wedding who had already agreed to be in the wedding and be a bridesmaid then later said no I can't come or I'm not coming or whatever And two of them had very legit excuses. And I was like, you know, I'm not going to take this personal. It's fine. Whatever. Totally understand. No worries. But two of them had really just like excusey excuses, you know. 
And I just expected more. From so the them. difference between reason and excuse. Yeah, yeah, like a legit reason. And because I'm so sensitive to energy, like I can tell when you're bullshitting me, right? Like I'm your friend. Just tell me legit. Like don't don't make up some BS excuse just to try and get out of it. Because that was like really what turned me off. So really, I experienced leading up to the wedding, a lot of like disappointment, feeling like I couldn't count on people, questioning my friendships. And I was definitely taking things probably more personally than I should have. But yeah, it was just kind of annoying. And then there was like a little bit of family drama. And there was a lot of like, not a lot, but a couple of people like, oh, my God, Mexico is dangerous. We shouldn't go to Mexico. There's all these travel advisories. And I was like, look, I go to Mexico all the time. I have friends and family in Mexico. It's not any more dangerous today than it was yesterday or last year or five years ago. And so, like, most of my friends who were questioning, I would let them know what's actually up and how it works and you're going to be safe and we're going to a safe area. And, you know, I've been there. It's fine. And they were like, okay, cool. You know, like, yeah. trusting in me. Obviously, I mean, I'm going mean, to put once... my friends and family in danger for the sake of a party. That's ridiculous. And well, to assume that I would is, like, so rude. No one's a, okay. So I have to play devil's advocate just a little bit because I I am one of those people that was like I don't I'm unsure. I had never well, been I'd never been to Mexico. Never been, which is different. I had never been to Mexico, and and to be fair to everyone, there it seemed to me as somebody who does not watch the news, somebody who does not entertain fear mongering in any way, I even experienced a a, a plethora. <laughs> a smorgasbord of news stories like slapping me in the face all the time like more than any other place about about Mexico and I don't know if the phones were just hearing me talk about Mexico and so they're just sending me these stupid news stories but like I'd flip through and be like okay well this is concerning like what the heck when Kelsey explained and my husband was very good about it too um was like because even his his mother and his his father were like are you guys sure about this and they go to Mexico every year so I'm like now you guys are really freaking me out anyway so when Kelsey explained to me that it's really I don't know if it was you or Abel actually somebody explained to me that it was more the border area like the border area is the place because that's where all this stuff's going down apparently and we were going nowhere we were flying right over it all the way into like where did we fly into Guadalajara and then we would, then we, it's a bus, four hour bus, give or take down to where the wedding is. So charter bus, whatever, um, before getting to experience it, it seemed unknown and a little bit scary. So I do understand, but I'm going to do it anyway. Like I brought, I, I prepared, I brought mace, I brought like protection. My husband has one too. And so we were like, if anything goes down, just aim true, girl. You're fine. I mean, as you um, should when you go anywhere new <laughs> that you don't know. Right, exactly. And I think that's the distinction is like, it's not where it was. It was the fact that I truly did not know where to expect and I or what to expect. And I think if I was going to like certain parts of New York or certain parts of California, like I had it anyway. Like I would walk everywhere in LA and I just always had mates with me because you just, you, you have, you should. Um, some kind of protection but anyway um, yeah so so I do get that but I also get like once it's once it's explained like you can choose to be afraid and that's fine or you can choose to just not be afraid I mean it's it's just a choice so I do understand where you're coming from where it's just like that was their that was where they chose that's what they chose to do 
is lean into the fear. If that's really the case, do you think that was really the case? Mm, hard to say. <laughs> hard to I say. don't think so for everybody, but I think it was more like financial for some people, just not wanting which, to make the investment, which is like, that's also fair. I mean, it's fair, but I just, uh, for someone who's like always living in abundance, it's frustrating when right. there's people around me who like don't want to get on the abundance bandwagon. Okay. I so know that's this. frustrating girl. I, I am completely there with you. <laughs> and right I would have helped them if they had told me that was the, that was the reason, but they didn't tell me if yeah. someone was like in my bridal party and they're like, Oh, I'm struggling to afford this. I can't come. I'd be like, girl, I want you to be there. I'll make it happen. I'll pay for you to come. No problem. Yeah. But they didn't. So that was, well, the, that was the issue. I don't know if, if I would have asked you, I, I mean, if I was having trouble, it's not something that'd be like, well, let me ask the bride to pay for this. No, like, it's not, not ask, something that, but be honest about. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know? and then you would have offered it. I do know this because like, I'm going on a trip in September to the UK and my brother and my sister-in-law and their kids are coming as well as my in-laws. And, uh, I'm just like, let's go, let's figure it out. Let's do it. And my sister-in-law is very much like, let's do it. Let's figure it out. Let's plan it. And then my brother's like the stressed out one. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, come on, just trust. It's going to be fine. And he's just like, stop saying it. He's like, I do understand Kelsey, where you're coming from. Like, I'm always coming from a place of like, there will always be more money. And I, I want to experience life. And, but, but I can't, I know what he's feeling as well. Cause I used to be there. I used to be in that mindset of like, well, if I don't have it in my hand, I cannot be sure that it's ever going to come. And that's fair. That's valid. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm kind of in both camps, but like, I'm definitely dealing with that now and trying to like coax the scared, uh, stressed out person into the, into the light in the sunshine and like reminding them that like, when you do stuff from joy and happiness, it's going to work out. It's going to work out, but I can't, I can't make him believe that. And I definitely can't put him in a situation where if he doesn't believe that, um, because then it's just going to all, you know, how your mindset is everything. If you go into a situation like with that mindset, the chances of it working out and being abundant are like shrinking exponentially. But if you go into it with like optimism and, you know, mindset well, is everything. And it was frustrating for me because the people who dropped out last minute, last minute when yeah they had plenty of time to prepare for the wedding if they wanted to you know like you had over a year in advance no it's not like I was like oh I'm getting married next week in Mexico make it happen you know it was very methodical very planned out lots of time lots of space lots of information so I think so, that was part of the annoyance too leading how many to people it. in the end did you have as bridesmaids again there were a lot of us I still feel like that there were a lot of there us. was still a lot I mean there was seven Originally, mm -hmm. there was 10 and then four dropped out. And then I hired another friend to come in. So at the end of the day, <laughs> hired, I mean, not literally, but you know, <laughs> I enlisted her as a yeah. new bridesmaid. Um, so yeah, we had seven in the end. And I only had to have so many people because Jeff had so many people. And he was like, yeah, I want all these 12 people in the wedding party. I was like, why uh, so much? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love all my people, but like, yeah. Be like standing up there sweating dying like I had four <laughs> I had four girls my husband had did he have three or four no he had four uh we each had four I feel like three to four is like and a perfect number because when you line everybody up the more people you have the smaller your faces are gonna get and picture. Jeff's people were all large 
they're gigantic. They are actual gigantic. I think they're a different humans. species from me. I think I might have <laughs> hobbit blood because they are huge people. Oh man, it was comical. We're gonna have to post some pictures on the Patreon so people can see like what we're actually talking about. But yeah, my side was all the shorties, and then Jeff's side was all the super tall ex professional football players slash mm-hmm. just like massive beings plus like two to three normal sized men in mm-hmm. the party. <laughs> yeah, it was comical, yeah yeah honestly it was great. I I I actually had the honor of walking with one of those normal sized people because I could not physically have I mean can you imagine if I paired you with like Mike or something nope no. cannot <laughs> cannot imagine it and a I don't think the photographer would have wanted that five how tall are you a four you're not even five feet tall right four eleven and a half or eleven person no <laughs> not five feet not even a hundred pounds I'm just a pocket person I'm travel size she is. Hey, which works out because I went, I did travel for your wedding. Put her in your suitcase. Um, Good to go. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so how does it feel to actually be married or does it feel the same? Because I know you guys pretty much had the same living situation. Yeah, we were already living together. We had already bought a house together. Just for backstory, we'd been together about three years before we got married. Um, so not that much changed logistically, but mm-hmm. I think the energy of the relationship definitely upgraded and we're both just really excited to be like wife, husband, wife, husband. And we're both like really proud to like be with each other and like really honored. So to call him my yeah. husband just feels so much more fitting and elevated than like my boyfriend or my fiance. Yes. You know? So I think the title definitely carries weight and energetically it feels even more unified and even more elevated I guess is the best word so it definitely had like a shift yeah even though our daily life didn't change that much you know that is exactly what happened with me well you don't know this because we didn't know each other I mean you do know this but at the time I had a two-month-old when we got married he was in his tiny little velcro tux (laughs) in the as at the wedding with us um and the only thing I mean literally nothing changed the night of the wedding um he stayed with my sister in her hotel room, my son, so that we could actually have like alone time after our wedding and not have to come back to this brand new baby. Um, but yeah, that was hard even because that was the first time we'd ever spent away from him was when he was was on the wedding night. So I was like really sad, even though he was only like a couple doors down. But um, yeah, so nothing really changed uh, for us because we were already living together. We had a kid already and it was like we we did things a little bit different yeah than, I mean we did a lot things of out of order too and it's just like to incorporate spring a little sparkles in here a little wisdom like don't feel pressure yeah. to live your life in a certain order like live your life in the order that works best for you like if we had mm-hmm. waited to buy a house after we had been married just for the sake of doing it that way we would have lost out on so much equity and like such good timing and opportunity yep. and just like life is short what if we had died before we got to live to- before we got to get married and we never lived together just for the sake of like doing things by the book you know yeah, you just never yeah. know so you have to live in the moment when you have to live your authentic truth you can't just do things in society's best order because they say so and you feel pressured like fuck that and think about think about the when these rules were established was like and why they were and why it makes no sense at all it's mostly an antiquated religious stuff it's mostly like patriarchal stuff and it's just it ain't it boo 
And as manifesting generators, both of us, Lindsay and I can tell you that living out of the box is like, you know, part of what we're here to do and here to spread like that permission to other people that you don't have to live by the book and in the box if you don't want to. If you want to, cool, do it. Whatever feels good to you. But if that's not feeling good to you, if the one size fits all life approach is not working for you, then change it. You're allowed. Permission granted. Permission granted. Right and now. That, it was definitely, I could tell you with certainty, I thought it was my journey to meet someone, get married, and then have kids. When I was, you know, because that's what you're taught. But when I'm actually in the situation, it began to make little to no sense <laughs> at all. And if I would have stuck with it, even though it didn't make sense to me, it wouldn't have worked out. I know that because anything that you're going into in your life, if it doesn't make sense to you and if it doesn't fit, and we all know what that means for us individually. If it doesn't fit, it's not the best thing for you. It just isn't. So, you know, life wants you to be happy. The universe wants you to do what fits in your life at the time that it fits in your life, knowing you're allowed to change your mind at any time. Heck yeah. Did I just give the key to happiness <laughs> and life? I think that's one of them for sure. It's definitely a big one. You know, any, the energy that you're bringing to any situation is the key for sure. And the mindset that you're bringing to it. I've been asking this question to a lot of people and I just went on my friend Grace's bachelorette. Shout out Grace and all her friends who might be listening because I told them to check out the podcast. Wait, Grace at the wedding? Yeah. And oh, I sat with married. her. I sat with her at the wedding. Yeah, you guys so fun. She's love her, fun. love her, love her. So funny and amazing. Anyway, so I was at her bachelorette and <laughs> we were on camp, uh, Winnip- I mean, Lake Winnipesaukee. The whole theme was like a camp camp theme so we're like girls camp like summer camp cute and um we went boating one day on this pontoon boat and our driver rick rob bob i don't know one of those names ricky robbie bobby he took us around to all of his friends houses on the lakes and be like oh my friend such and such lives here let's see if they're home and would like honk and then wave and then the friend would come out and then we would say hi and they would like let us use their restroom and stuff and these are all like mansions on the lake like super nice properties and these people are so friendly and we just went around asking everyone for marriage advice (laughs) because we're like it's her bachelorette like she's getting married like what advice do you have for her and so all these like random strangers were just departing wisdom so I wanted to ask you too to add to the collection because this has been obviously on my mind lately. Like, what's your best wedding advice or marriage advice? I should say. Okay. Advice. I actually my have- wedding advice is have less bridesmaids, but marriage advice. <laughs> <laughs> Three to four is the best best number. Um, best marriage advice. Well, you don't really need advice when you, things are going well. So my marriage advice is for when things are hard. My marriage advice is when things are hard, try to remember that you are both attacking one problem. You're not attacking each other. It's not about you against them. It's about here's the problem. How do we solve this problem? And never, ever forget that you're on the same team. Also, here's a question that I have learned to ask my husband when I feel like He's when when I feel like there's a breakdown of understanding between us, like he's not getting what I'm saying, I'm not getting what he's saying. Um, ask them, what do you want me to understand about you? What do you what do you want me to understand about the situation? What are you wanting me to understand right now that I'm not understanding? And that allows them to 
And, and when he asked me that, it allows me to put it very plainly, like, forget everything. Here's what I'm trying to get at. Here's what I want you to understand. And first seek to understand and then seek understanding. It's like so when I'm, when my priority is understanding him first so that he can understand me, his priority is understanding me. It's like, instead of being like, why don't you understand me? Why don't you understand me? What are you not understanding about this? It's more like, how can I better understand you for both people? And that's just, it's like bridging the gap versus like creating one. Does that make sense? Yep. So yep. when I'm able to remember that and it's <laughs> frequent, um, it just goes so much smoother. You don't lose that like team effort. You don't lose the fact that you guys are both on the same team and you want the same things most of the time. And it's just about like coming together instead of like against each other. Yeah. Which that's what can happen most of the time if you're not careful. So what I'm hearing is teamwork makes the dream work and seek to understand. Yes. Understanding is muy importante. And here's the thing too. This is reminding me of something Teal Swan always says. And she's so smart. I love when she says awesome, helpful things about life, especially the relationships. And she's always like, you know, we're trying so hard to love each other when really we should be trying harder to understand each other. Yeah. Because like, a little kid can love a fish and like take it out of the ocean and be like, I love you so much and squeeze it to death. <laughs> and like, it needs to be in the ocean, right? Like you're not understanding what the fish needs. <laughs> you need to yeah. understand or you can like kill it. And it's the same with people. Like we try so hard to love them in the ways that we feel loved or the yep. ways that we give love. And we don't take the time to understand them, which is a form of loving someone. To love someone yeah. is to really understand them because then you know what they need, what they want, what's good for them, what's beneficial yeah. for them from a place of genuine understanding. So I think that's just a great life lesson. For oh, relationship. I got another, I got another little tidbit that I learned a while ago and it's, you can do this. You and you and Jeff can each do this, write down like five or 10 things, little things that they can do out every day, five to 10 things that really make you feel the most loved and then swap, give it to each other and then try to do at least one of those things every day. Oh my God. It's so cute have a free gift for you. I'm giving away my Money Magnetics guided meditation. Every time I do this meditation, I kid you not, if I do it for a few days in a row, money magic seriously happens. Once it helped me to hit my highest month in sales at the time, which was over $28,000. Another time it brought in a new opportunity for my fiance to start making 10x what he made before, which obviously really supercharged our household income. Another time it helped me to attract a huge financial gift, but generally speaking, this is the meditation that I use to just always help me keep manifesting more and more money. You can download it now at kelseyaida.com slash mmfreebie. Find this link in the show notes and you'll have to send me a message on Instagram to let me know how it goes for you. How cute is that? So then it's like, knows right now. It's, it's basically like picking off the menu. I love it. I know. Brilliant. Brilliant. It's a masterpiece. One of the best pieces of advice I got at my wedding was from one of my bridesmaids, um, Jackie, not country fam, Jackie. Okay. My actual Mexican fam, Jackie, my cousin. uh, She, oh, I know. Wait, which remind me. She's the older sister of Jackie. and Yes, 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 yes. 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 And she told me her and her husband host shout out. 
they told me they were like, you know, some of the best wedding advice we ever got or marriage advice we ever got was to let your spouse handle any issues that you have with your in-laws because you can very easily fall from grace as the in-law child but their kid will never fall from grace so if you're having an issue or debacle or any problem with Mm -hmm. your in-laws let them handle it do not directly address the issue and I was like man that is brilliant that is something that I feel like would never I would never touch it with a 10-foot pole like if it was something that's happening that has to do with his parent I would never I would never oh my god I want to die just thinking about it it's got to be it's got to be him no way no way and it and he's he's good at it like it, it definitely would be but um but yeah that's great that is absolutely I think I'm great. naturally like that too but when they said it explicitly I was like that is probably one of the best pieces of advice floating around out there yep. honestly <laughs> do not do not do it. Don't Hopefully do that it. helps someone out there listening. But these are these are fun. I like. And like- some people might be thinking like, well, I don't because I know that there are very contentious relationships within law sometimes. And some of you might be thinking like, well, I don't care if I fall from grace. I don't care if they like me or not. And it, it you may think that, but even if you don't care, it is going to cause more problems than it's worth, especially you if you have, have kids. To put stress on your spouse. Exactly. They're really close with their parents. You know exactly. So- yeah, it just it causes more problems than it's worth. So it's it's best if they just handle it. Yeah. But yep. you have to tell them exactly what to say. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Make sure you give them Here's exactly what, what I to need do. You to get done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you never know. That's fine. Anyway. No, that's yeah. good. Good wedding recap. All in all. They have the the baby, right? Yes, baby yeah. Leo, who came down <sighs> with the rings, but he couldn't walk yet. They were really trying, but it just didn't happen in time. So he got carried down the aisle with the rings. It was so cute. It was very cute. It was very cute. Yeah. Made me miss my kids. <laughs> yeah. I was- told him when I got back, I was like, I'm never going anywhere without you again. And they were like, you better not. <laughs> he but was the fine. only baby there. And I invited everyone's kids. I said, bring the kids. I love the kids. And like, I'm close to some of my friends' kids too. And uh, everyone was like, no, we want a vacation. We're leaving yeah. our kids at home. I, I honestly would have. <laughs> I think I would have figured it out. But Abel, my husband, was like, we are not taking the kids. <laughs> I was like, okay, fine. You're right. You're right. You're right. I can I'm glad. Cool. And I'm glad. I'm glad that he said that because it it was a great time to remember what it's like to actually be a human <laughs> without having to worry about everyone's wants and needs all the time. Um, yeah. And don't you think it was a good growth experience for you to like, let go a little and have that moment of separation so that you could come back or no? Well, I feel like it was, it was good for me to have that remembering, but it's not something that I want to do a lot. Yeah. You know, it was, it was good while it lasted, but it's not something that I'd be like, Oh, I can't wait to do that again. Like, no, (laughs) I'm good. I'm fine. I would love to experience all of these things with my kids because you know this, Kels, and I'm not just saying this because I'm their mom. Like, my kids are freaking awesome, cool kids. Like, they yeah. are so enthusiastic about, like, adventures and life, and, and they're so – I hate to say it this way, but they really are so well-behaved. Like, I do not have to worry about them messing up someone's day or making a mess at someone's house. Like, I just don't worry about that. It's not a thing. I just like to hang out with them. Gosh, that makes me sound some type of way, doesn't it? But I really do <laughs> – 
think they're so cool. You guys are just like a family family, you know? And even my friend Emily was like, oh, it was so cute how Lindsay and Abel were like FaceTiming their kids all the time and they just seem so close. And I'm like, they are so close. They're like the epitome of like a healthy family dynamic. Like they all love each other and love spending time together. It's like the best thing ever. Yeah. And I I know that like as they get older, they're not going to want to spend time as much. So I'm just like trying to soak it all in, you know? Anybody who has teenagers, if you're on the Patreon, please tell me what to expect because I'm scared. (laughs) Or don't because then she'll just be more. (laughs) Let's cross that bridge when we get there. Okay, let's not have anxiety about it all the way leading up until that point. Anticipatory anxiety. Um, No, Aiden is 11 and he's like, he's got some fuzz, Kels. He's got some (laughs) like, he's got like a, like a little bit of peach fuzz on the corner of his mouth. And I'm just like, look at you. I don't know what I'm going to do. Is this so weird? I have to like tell him like he's like well oh oh I said something I said something to him like about this and I was like I don't know I was like Aiden what are we gonna do man you're getting like you're you're it's you're it's happening and here I go what are we gonna do and he looks at me and he just goes I'll just figure it out <laughs> I, was like, I was like yeah you will <laughs> you'll just figure it out That's but yeah cute. speaking of trips we're going home I'm going home to Michigan in three days so and then a couple days after there? are you assessing to look, see how look, badly you want to move there I can neither confirm nor deny at this time okay. what's gonna happen this is not some I'm not there's not an announcement but um I think it's not off the table that's what I'll say it's, well, it's, it's one of many options to move somewhere else forever definitely it's happening that is definitely happening it's not I cannot spend one more summer here but the where is to be determined tbd um but I was telling Abel like at this point in my life like my husband has he's he really is like a self-professed um go with the flow kind of guy he he isn't and he is at the same time like he's very much plan oriented but at the same time he has said to me many times in the past, he's like, I don't care where we go. I I will be happy anywhere. Um, it's me. <laughs> like, I'm the one that has to be okay. Like, I have to feel good. I have to feel all the feelings. And at this point, there's really no place that's tugging on my heartstrings as much as home, as much as Michigan is. So um, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. But yeah, I'm very excited to go home and show the kids like where I grew up and put my feet in the crick in the crick you know if you move back to michigan we're gonna have to be like fake mortal enemies because now i'm a buckeye uh no buckeye we will not talk that's that's gonna be something we just will never talk about because (laughs) the fact i don't give a i mean i don't care don't tell anybody but i don't really care about that i don't you know how also jeff doesn't really care so we just do it for fun the rivalry is just only for fun you may or may not know what this is like, but like I have no real investment in either team really, um, except that I grew up, I grew, it's like, it's just something, you know, as a kid is you just grow up knowing that Ohio is, you know, you just, and, and everyone from Ohio knows exactly what but I'm explain, talking about. Explain for the people who aren't from Michigan or Ohio who don't know about this rivalry. Well, I mean, there's not much to explain. It just you, you, you hate it's a each college other. football rivalry. It's, yeah, it's a college football rivalry. Rivalry, and anybody who's, if Michigan is playing against Michigan State, you you pick your team. But if let's say I'm a state fan, which I am, MSU, 
and I'm watching U of M play Ohio, I'm going to go for U of M, even though we don't like U of M, but we do like them if they're going against Ohio. It's just the way it is. It's just what happens. And Ohio, again, Ohio knows what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> we love to hate on each other, but yeah, it's just, since you're out of the womb, it's something that you learn. Um, you pick, you pick it's your- instilled in the culture, hardcore, if you hardcore. live in Columbus or if you live in Michigan, it's, it's there. Yeah. Yeah. So I forget that. I really did forget <laughs> that until you mentioned it, but, um, it again, I have no real stake in any, in either of these teams, but, uh, I can't, I, oh, it's just always a thing that I have to like, oh. Ohio oh my gosh but you know Ohio has given us Cedar Point so I hate <laughs> on it too much have you ever been Did, didn't I tell you to go I never when you went. lived there I never went when I lived there nah you I must oh my god it's America's roller coast <laughs> you have to go I never went but there's Carowinds right next to where I live is that place any good I've never actually been it's a, I've it's never heard of it park, which probably but... tells you more than probably you need not. to know <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Clearly, somebody this episode is not brought to you by Carolyn's. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, um, no. So, so anyway, yeah, I'm excited to go back and and I, that's all that's been on my mind the past like few weeks. Is once I got back from Mexico, it was like, okay, next trip on the horizon. Let's get into that mindset. So I'm like, you know, yeah. we just gotta we gotta figure out how we're gonna get to the airport because our flight leaves at 6 a.m. No. So I have to get three kids ready, all of our luggage, probably in an Uber. Unless, I don't know. I don't know what we've decided. If we're just going to leave our car at the airport or if we're just, or I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> we got two days to decide, basically. Do you guys have TSA pre-check or no? I don't know what that means. Oh Maybe. my gosh. You need to get it. It'll save your life. Well, it re- actually, you don't need to get it because you don't travel that much. But for people who travel a lot, TSA pre-check is where it's at. Abel's the one to ask because he looked into all I think it might be a credit card benefit of our venture card. Oh, that would be good. Um but, but probably not for the kids. It would probably just be like for you and Abel and then the kids then mm. blowing you down. But anyway, for <laughs> who's been on the De- fence dead weight these kids, TSA man. pre-check, okay? <laughs> so what does it do? It well, there's a separate line at a lot of airports. And it's faster. You don't have to take your shoes off. You don't have to take your laptop out of the bag. You've already been screened. Like they do a background check and you have like a fake interview thing. That's like kind of lame. And then you're just, you can have Hmm. a special line and I get through security in like five minutes. Every time I go to the airport, I don't have to wait with all the the other people. It's great. Pre-check. Gives you you a lot of time in your life, which I value the time of my life. So, but I think it's only worth it if you fly like pretty regularly if you're only flying once a year I mean it's whatever but hmm yeah yeah that's a life hack for you let me tell you I got Jeff on the TSA pre-check bandwagon and I was like you know even if we don't work or we don't make it or whatever like at least you can be like Kelsey's the girl that made me get TSA pre-check and I'll forever be thankful for that so (laughs) that was the sole content oh my gosh and now it's like you know I know I married her and all but that TSA pre-check that's the reason i'm pre-check man is the good stuff right there that is so funny (laughs) oh my gosh but um yeah so new stuff we're married i am gonna change my last name but not for the sake of like being an author so i'll still stay like kelsey aida raldi's and write all my future books under that name but i'll be technically kelsey aida shugarts legally 
It's pretty mm-hmm. crazy. But I haven't done that, that yet because it seems like a big hassle. So it's I changed works. it. Now I kind of want to change it back. Back? I don't really, yeah, I don't really use it very much. I don't use it for anything because my business is all under Robinson. Yeah. And the only, the only, I mean, I don't, it's just not, it's not a thing. And again, if he cared, then I would care. But he really is just like, I should take your name. <laughs> like, Let's just hype <laughs> right. in both of our names, which I would love to do if we were all like Robinson Gutierrez, but too many syllables. Um, I mean, that is kind of the Mexican way. If you guys hype exactly together. Exactly, exactly. And like, yeah. So I was thinking um, the only thing, yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't come up a lot and it would make it so much easier because then I would just have the one name, but I don't know. I haven't done anything about it yet. So I think I'm just going to ride it for a little while and see what happens. See how I feel. Sounds like it's of low importance on the the life scale. (laughs) Yeah. Not super. And again, technicalities, if you like, I get it. Like women are like, oh, I want to honor my husband in that way. That's great wonderful I can't ignore the reason why we do it we do it because we were property literally and we belong to him and that's not why I want to change it back it's just not something that I was super ever attracted to do in the first place even as a kid I was like I I just don't think I'm ever going to take my husband's name I don't think I'm ever going to but then it happened and I was like yeah I'll do it why not but I never really was like fully in on it and now I'm kind of like why did I do that (laughs) (laughs) this is one of those things I got the guy like he's great I love, and I'm never, you know, he's mine, but it's like, do I need the name too? I don't know. I don't know. Something very controversial, Kels. It's whatever feels best for everybody, you know? Yeah, exactly. I think when two people come together, if they can, how cool would it be if everybody just had like these hyphen names? But then like when my son is a Robinson Gutierrez, if he were, then he marries somebody who's hyphenated. Does that mean there's four hyphen? Like that's crazy. That would be out of control. That's too much. And see, now we're realizing another reason to consolidate here. (laughs) Yeah. Merging is your friend. But yeah, Yeah. so, so much new stuff. Lindsay, you're trying to move. I just got married. I got a puppy. Oh my gosh. We have not talked about the puppy enough on this podcast because I'm one of those annoying puppy moms. It's like, look at my puppy. He's so cute. But like, he actually is. He is actually so cute. I think I'm not. Like, I am biased, obviously, but I think he is a very, very cute dog. He is very cute. Yeah, I can confirm that. That's what the people have been telling me, you know? Mm-hmm. That's the feedback I've been getting. <laughs> yeah. I've been well, getting a lot of, it's, oh, he's so cute. Oh, and there's so a level cool. of, like, separation, too, because, like, when, my, when, when I say my kids are cute, it's like, what, you're saying, like, you deserve credit because you, like, made them. But that's not why I say it. I say it because they're actually cute. They but, are. like, if you say your puppy's cute, it's not like you have stake in it. You couldn't have created this dog. So, right. like, if someone says he's cute, you know that they're, like, telling the truth because they're not offending you if he's not cute. But and if someone says thing- my kids aren't cute, it's very offensive to me. Right, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> like, how dare you? <laughs> but, but I don't have to worry about that because they're the cutest kids on the planet. So if you don't agree with me, don't tell me to my face. It was funny because literally on the day of the wedding, I was texting the breeder lady and I was like, is this puppy still available? She was posting all these cute dogs because I really have been wanting, well, my whole life I've wanted a dog and I never had one. Mm -hmm. And like in my adulthood, I realized I really, my heart just goes to the tiny dogs. I'm just a tiny dog person. And hate me all you want boo whatever tiny dogs suck no I think they're so cute and those are the ones that excite my soul right yes and then I narrowed it down to 
oh my god long-haired wiener dogs are the cutest thing ever like that's what i need in my life to bring me the joy and the cuteness and everything amazing and i will just love on them and they'll just be a cutie little sausage right yes so then of course because i wanted a puppy and i wanted to be a long-haired wiener dog very specific i couldn't like find any to just adopt so i found a local breeder and I found the cutest puppy ever and he's so cute and it's just been really interesting because of course like the fantasy of having a dog is like oh my god snuggles and so cute and playtime but then the reality is like uh, a slap in the face of like not sleeping poop everywhere <laughs> barking you know all the stuff that mm-hmm. dogs do as they should naturally and so it's been it's been a wild ride because literally I picked up the dog the same week that we got home from the wedding. We yeah. got home. We I remember home on Tuesday, but we didn't because we got stuck in Mexico City. It was a whole thing. Don't even have time for that story. Then we Wait, got home. I didn't on know Wednesday. this. Did I know this? We got stuck overnight in Mexico City. You didn't tell me this yet. Oh my god, it was a nightmare. Case in point, don't connect in Mexico City unless you absolutely have to I should have just taken the bus like I did going there I should have just done what you guys did (sighs) take the bus back to Guadalajara fly from there anyway I'll tell you about that later yeah yeah but um (laughs) I picked up the puppy on Saturday (laughs) which was me being so excited and I was in my love bubble and I was like what could make my life even happier than being married is a puppy which that I'm gonna Honestly, that could have gone so horribly wrong and I'm glad it didn't, but this is the trap people fall into and they're like, while I'm feeling so good, let me make all of these crazy life decisions. And then they're just like, oh my God, why did I do that? And as an emotional manifesting generator, I was like, you know, I know I'm not supposed to make decisions in the emotional vibes. Like I should sit on things, but I was like, I've wanted a dog my whole life. Like what is there to decide? Let's just do it this week, you know? So I was like, fuck it. We're getting a puppy. (laughs) And this was my excitement slash impatience. But I feel like since it was really just a reality slap to the face of like the responsibility and the no sleep and everything. And I'm very particular about my house. So like pooping on the yep. rug is like yep. really a trigger for me. <laughs> this is the It was thing. a great I, lesson. This is a movie right here. Giving Kelsey a dog and just, <laughs> just press record and see what happens. It was a great lesson of, Hey, if you would have been patient, you could have spent a little bit longer in the honeymoon, romantic, sexy time vibes and not so much time listening to barking and picking up poop. So maybe next time you really, really want something, you can actually have more peace Mm -hmm. in the waiting, knowing that the waiting could actually serve you better than having it now. Yeah. And that lesson, I feel like, will stick with me forever. As much well, as I love and adore my dog. The funny thing is, though, Kelsey, the funny <laughs> thing is, like, you wear that as a sandwich board all the time. Like, that is your sandwich board. Do you want it now or do you want it, you know, better? And no, it's we, it just goes to show, Kelsey, we can't always follow our own advice all the time. It's hard. We're humans. It's hard. <laughs> and and I know you don't regret your decision because he's Obviously amazing. Not. Do I regret getting a puppy, this puppy? No. Do I regret the timing? Slightly, waited <laughs> a little bit longer, <laughs> but it was gonna happen eventually. So it's happening, it's here. I'm super happy about my puppy. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that I'm obsessed with my dog. But um, yeah, so that was a good life lesson that I wanted we to- We all have those moments where we're like, I'm glad I waited. Well, cause you always assume like, patience doesn't serve me because like I want it now like that thing will serve me right that experience will serve me but you don't 
always know like sometimes the waiting is serving you you know there's reasons why things take time and we don't always know or can see them so just be open we're big yeah <laughs> we're big advocates on like explore yourself more explore inward and like get to know yourself a little bit and like if if we ask ourselves in those moments like how could this be serving me how could the waiting serve me let's 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 think about it for a second it kind of opens you up to you know explore what the possibilities are and how it could be even better yeah so I felt like that was a very valuable life lesson and I know I said this on a recent episode but I feel like my puppy like help cure my anxiety because I'm so like in the moment mm. now mm -hmm. I like don't even have the space to like worry about the future because normally I'd be just I don't know I just tend to be on the anxious spectrum so I'll just be fighting thoughts of like you should be doing more you should be doing better do 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 achieve 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 yeah. type three enneagram ignite you know yeah <laughs> but Activate. now I'm just like puppy love we're hanging with my pup everything's great everything's gonna be great and it just puts you in this little love bubble I'm like man as annoying as you can be, you really did help me with that, my anxiety. Mm -hmm. So thanks for being a little, little angel in that way and a little devil in other ways. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah, I, I like, am. Are you going to be an angel or a devil today? Probably both. <laughs> You're going to wake up and choose violence? He does choose violence. He does. <laughs> He's like, let me eat this to death. I will kill it. I will kill it. I'm a ferocious killer. I'm like, Otto. You ain't even four pounds. You are not a killer, but I know you think you are, so it's fine. <laughs> Steady on, Otto. Come on. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. He's... Is he a miniature or is just nor just a regular? Yeah, he's a miniature one, so he's mm. even like smaller. Teacup wiener dog. He's really, really cute. He's he's basically like the size of a bunny, but like with a longer body, an elongated mm -hmm. bunny. Because he has mm -hmm. also like really big ears, which are cute. Little floppies. My favorite dog I've ever had was a beagle dachshund mix oh so that sounds teeny, so cute tiny. it looked like a beagle but it was like wiener dog beagle it was so <laughs> stinking cute I love that dog so much I had to give it to my grandma when I moved to California but she took really good care of it thanks grandma oh I love that I know she she had like so many dogs already so it was a perfect person to give it to she just loved on her dogs her and my grandfather just loved their dogs so much Aww. um yeah I could not have given her to anyone else but she was so cute I loved her she just lived out her days fat and happy and then died at an old age oh what a life fat and happy the best way to go right what a life I know so yeah. Well, what else? Is that it? Is we have we covered everything? Not much going on with me. I told Kelsey before we started recording that I bought some dowsing rods, you guys. And I'm very excited about them and a little bit like, what did I do? Because <laughs> I don't really know much about them. I'm gonna learn a lot before I like venture too deeply into them. But um yeah, I'm I'm very interested. And it's something that I've always known about, but I've never really taken the leap to get them and I'm surprised that I haven't and for people who don't know give a little summary of what dowsing is and what it's so for. dowsing rods um have been used for hundreds if not thousands of years for like finding water and certain elements on the earth so they've been used holistically for a really long time I don't know exactly when they started to be used for like witchy stuff but people <laughs> people have started using them uh for spirit communication for what is it, what do you call it uh 
kinesio kinesiology is a form of what muscle muscle testing so they muscle test each other uh, themselves rather with dowsing rods uh kind of the same way that a pendulum can be used you know like circle for yes and straight line for no and then you kind of ask questions that way just another modality but the dowsing rods uh will cross cross over each other for like an affirmative and they'll go wide for for uh, a negative response or like a no so yeah people use them for all kinds of things um there's a lot of uses that I don't even know about but I'm sure if it involves a yes or a no question um you can use dowsing rods for it and uh yeah so I haven't again I haven't really dove too deep into them yet I'm still learning about you know the safety and the the best practices for using them but I am very excited yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting I'm excited to add it to my collection and I can't I cannot stop staring at your dog right now I'm getting so distracted <laughs> he just woke up from a nap and I was like don't start barking we're recording so I'm holding him now so he will he will stop happy I know I can smell him little... <laughs> he has can... such a good puppy smell yep yep he sure does I can smell him I could feel that what you're doing right now I'm like completely there right now this is so cute you I can feel see? his little velvety ears. Go to the Patreon. Can I you do me a favor? Too. Do me a favor because I can't do it. Can you just rub the bridge of his nose right here? Oh my gosh, it's so cute. I'm losing it over here. Eating my boogers. As well. <laughs> Thank you for that nose cleaning. His, his favorite treat. <laughs> He's always digging in there like, ew, stop it. <laughs> um, But yeah, that's the newness for us. Oh, so. also, I don't know if I told you guys this already. I'm getting certified in reading the Akashic Records. Did I tell you that? <gasps> no. Yep. Remember Wait, we how? had Emily the Mystic on? Are you going to do her course? Yeah, Girl, that's she has crazy. a program where she certifies people. So I'm pretty excited to. Dibs on practicing partner. Yeah, I'm going to need people to practice on. So you got it, girl. You got it. Oh my God, I'm so excited. You could read Otto's Akashic Records. Yes. She's probably like doing puppy things i think he was like a bunny in his last life oh he like yeah. upgraded to a dog in this life because he has a lot of bunny tendencies yeah <laughs> i think that might be i don't i think that might be a dachshund thing too because i think i told you I, I must have said it on a podcast episode where my little beagle dachshund dog it would be like three feet of snow on in michigan outside and all i would see is like the bunny hop out of the pile and back in and then he would disappear down into the the snow and then hop out again yeah, very uh, bunny vibes. They're so yeah. cute. They're such bunnies. So, oh, yeah, God. I'm pretty sure he was a bunny in his last lifetime, and now he's a. Where are you trying to climb to? He's trying to jump. He's always trying to commit suicide. I'm like, bro, you have a good life. Don't jump. Don't jump yeah. off the couch. Don't. Half do of it. your job. Well, I would say 25% of your job is loving them and taking care of them. 75% is making sure they don't off themselves in some way. Yes. Yes. Just like staying one step ahead at all times. But Otto, do you want to pull a card for the people? So if you haven't seen my Instagram, my puppy is so intuitively gifted and he pulls cards with me and it's great. Obviously, he doesn't speak English, so he doesn't read them. I read them. That's what I do. But <laughs> he pulls them with me and it's been so fun to do our little puppy pulls. So I thought it would be a great way to end the episode today. Yes. Yes. Very good. Let's do it. Let's do it, Otto. Are you ready? He loves pulling cards. He usually pulls two, but we'll see see what he's guided to do today. He's like, oh, here we go. Let's go, yeah, mom. Here they come. He's like, I love to chew on those. 
Yeah. I've seen him pull. I've seen him like take them out of the pile. I also think that if you gave them to him for more than five seconds, they would be shreds. Eaten. Yeah. Digested. He's a killer. Watch out. He looks so vicious. Oh my goodness. (laughs) You guys, I, I can't. If this doesn't get us more Patreon members, I just don't know. I cannot describe what I'm seeing right now. And nothing will. It's amazing. Otto, if you can't do it, no one can. <laughs> forget the wisdom, forget the bonuses and the extended episodes. Dude, go look at these puppies' ears right now. Go <laughs> go look because Yeah, hey, I'm gonna spread them here. Then we're gonna pick one. Okay. Do, 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 what do, is do. the card for the high vibrant listeners? Tip right your now? tip your monitor down so I can so we can see him like if he's gonna do it. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Otto. Okay. Do your thing. He's sniffing. Oh, he grabbed he grabbed one immediately. You need just Wait, one. nope. He grabbed a few. He got <gasps> There's it. one. Oh my god. Oh my god, he did it. <laughs> that is so cute. He like grabbed it with his paw. He grabs it, he bites it, and then he grabs it. Okay, no more biting. Thank you. So this card says, hold your vision. Wait, what is the, what's the moon? Waxing? Waning. Fixed. Hold your vision, the fixed moon. Okay. Hold your vision, meaning don't give up on your dreams. If there's something in your heart, it is for you. Just because you don't know how, it doesn't matter. Hold the vision, the end goal, the end state. Yes, that is fantastic advice okay pull one more okay Otto. it's your time to shine pull another one what does the collective need little doggy oh my gosh you guys this is ridiculous this is absolutely preposterous <laughs> and also very amazing and cute okay you got okay, it he's got two he's got two <gasps> we got two Oh, these are great. Okay, so these are like advice for the holding your vision so hold the vision okay tip up your monitor so i can see you again so, so hold your, the your vision. beautiful locks. Okay. And in the meantime, communication is key. So I don't know if that means you need to communicate this dream or idea to the right people, or if you need to be more honest with yourself, but communication is key. And then luck is on your side. And these are I both new moon cards. So very like anything is possible vibes. Perfect deck, by the way, because we are recording this on a full moon. So perfect deck to use. We're using yep. moonology. You can find it anywhere. Moonology, Oracle. So the um, advice right now for anyone listening, no matter when you listen, this will transcend time and space. Hold your vision. Communication is key and luck is on your side. Last, before we go, I also can feel the scrapes that are on your back now. <laughs> I can feel those tiny claws. Um, what are your favorite ways, Kels, to hold your vision? And by the way, hold your vision really just means be reminding yourself of your vision. What do you want? Keep it in keep it in your mind with optimism and excitement. So, Kels, what's your favorite way to do that? Well, I'm very visual. Yeah. So I like to just see it in my third eye and I like to lay on the couch and put some like frequencies in my headphones and just imagine and just like future pace and go there in my mind what kelsey means is she really loves my goal fulfillment hypnosis where (laughs) we exactly that's exactly what we do is take you through your your vision fulfilled and what you actually want in your desires and experience it i call it living in that reality for just a few minutes a day 
Um, but yeah, music's great. Headphones are great. Visualizing is great. Use as many of your senses as you can, including emotions, um, because that is actually what's going to get it to you is how you feel about it. And a few minutes a day. Easy, easy peasy. Write it down. I would say talk about it. There's nothing wrong with that. Communication um, is key. Like yep, on your communication side. is key. And yeah, if you knew it was coming to you, how differently would you feel about it? You know what I mean? Like if I knew without a shadow of a doubt that this was on its way to me, how would I be reacting? You'd probably be more relaxed. You'd be able to invite more joy into your life and enjoy the little moments without constantly worrying and stressing out about it. So asking that question of like, luck is on your side. If I knew luck was on my side and it was coming to me, how would I be acting right now? And then just act that way. Heck yeah. Live beautiful. Hold your vision. So yeah, with that, we'll leave you guys. Hopefully you enjoyed our life updates slash lessons slash, you know, convo hanging out. Just what's going on. Yeah. What's going on. Um, And yeah, may you just keep living your best life and we'll talk at you next week. Bye guys. Bye. Otto says, bye. Let me go. I need to pee. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. Thank you to everybody who has left a review and shared the podcast with friends and family. We super appreciate it. It really helps the show a lot, especially because our goal is to get over 1 million downloads before the end of 2023. And we definitely need and appreciate your help to do it. You can further support the show by joining patreon.com slash high vibe to get exclusive content, extended episodes, bonuses, and more. Thanks again for listening. We love you so much and we'll be back next week with another new episode. Bye. Bye.